This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Freshly and Credit Karma. Now, you've probably seen all of the recent news about Britney Spears popping up all over the place in recent months, and especially this past week. And there's a lot of details here that we aren't going to be able to do a good job explaining because this is a pretty personal and emotional case for those involved, and also for a lot of people watching on the sidelines. But we're going to do our best to at least give you an overview of what's happening and how we got here. Uh, there's certainly a lot going on, and honestly, there has been a lot going on since both of us were in high school which was a very long time ago, back when Britney Spears was one of the biggest celebrities in the entire world, alongside Christina Aguilera, uh, all of the members of NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, Ricky Martin, and so on and Lou so forth. Lou Vega. Wombo uh, <laughs> number five. Uh, yeah, the, the Baja men. But it, it what a time for culture. It goes without saying that uh, specifically Britney Spears was the biggest pop star on earth. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The fascination with celebrity and specifically pop stars back then was absolutely insane. And couple that with an extremely intrusive and obsessive paparazzi, which was just at the beginning of the TMZ and gossip blog era. And you've got a, a serious recipe for disaster for anyone in the limelight. You know how there's like famous people on the internet right now? Like you got YouTubers, streamers, whatever. Back in the early 2000s, in the old days, celebrities were uh, famous people, musicians and actors and whatnot. And there were magazines you would buy to read about Dedicated them. to the goings-on of and, their everyday uh, life. half-hour weekly TV shows that looked into, uh, you know, the goings-on among the celebs. And there was yeah. tabloids in the checkout aisle of the supermarket. Filled uh, with a lot of lies. A lot of lurid... Uh, and honestly, and I bring this up in a second, but back then, no way to defend themselves or correct the, the uh, what was being said about them because social media didn't exist. There was no direct line to fans. Yeah. But now that's not to say that each generation, including this one, hasn't had to deal with their own version of intrusion into personal lives simply because they want to entertain people. But the late 90s and early 2000s were exceptionally horrible for celebrities who, again, like I said didn't have a lot of control over their public perception because they didn't have a direct line to their fans. Today, you jump on Twitter and you're like, it's bullshit or whatever. Yeah, today, Ellie Kemper can be like, look, guys, I'm sorry. I didn't know they were the KKK. I was participating in an event that uh, seemed natural at the time. <laughs> so, yeah, in retrospect, with the gift of hindsight, it's far easier to understand why Britney Spears suffered what appeared to be a complete mental breakdown in the mid-2000s culminating in the uh, very public scene where she shaved her head, locked herself away, and attacked paparazzi, among other things, with, a, with an umbrella. Mm -hmm. And, of course, snap, snap, snap. Has Brittany lost it? How could this woman be feeling so crazy? She's rich and famous. What's the problem? Yeah. We, I, I ask as I shove a camera in her face for the millionth time. Yeah. So another thing is mental health wasn't talked about the same way back then. Or at all. At all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean... There was a lot more stigma attached to it. Yeah. And by 2008 or so, gossip blogs and TMZ, they were making money hand over fist, highlighting stuff like Britney Spears uh, going crazy. So it was a vicious circle for someone like her to live in. Uh, turns out Chris Crocker was right. And everyone should leave Britney alone and should have left Britney alone. Yeah, back then. Back when he was under that blanket screaming about it. Uh-huh. But uh, we're retelling the story because it's literally the, it's the jumping off point for everything that's happening now. The conservatorship of Britney Spears. In 2008, Britney Spears was put under a 5150 psychiatric hold. And during this time, she was placed under a, under a conservatorship 
by the courts, which essentially means that control of her life and assets were handed over to her father, Jamie Spears, and an attorney named Andrew Wallet. And I already what a name for an attorney. <laughs> I already don't trust her dad either because he named his daughter after himself. Yeah, Jamie Lynn Spears. Yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, bit on the nose. Anyways, uh, conservative ships are conservative ships are typically used when people are either physically or mentally incapable of handling their daily lives and finances as a way to protect them and their assets. But it's become increasingly obvious over the years that Britney doesn't appear to fall under that type of distinction since she has been able to successfully produce music, tour, appear on television, and performed an entire residency yeah. in Las Vegas for she, many years. She's, uh, I mean, she's not like the pop star she once was, but she's still huge. She's very successful. She, she filled the auditorium in, I think it was the MGM, I don't remember. but For yeah, years? In Vegas, yeah, it's like five nights a week. Typically, conservatorships are like they're for people who like if your if your great grandmother or grandmother has dementia yeah. and literally cannot function. Yeah, they're getting scammed constantly. Yeah, I'll do the seventh reverse mortgage of this week. Sure. Yeah, like shit like that. It's it's, it's not it's, for functional people who uh, had an episode. Are yeah, yeah yeah exactly. So so yeah, the problem is that uh, apparently again we're not lawyers. Conservatorships are incredibly difficult to overturn once they are in effect. It you can't undo it. Not snip, snap, snip, snap. Can't do it, apparently. Very hard. Hmm. But recently, pressure from the public has been mounting as the seemingly cruel and inhumane treatment that Spears has been victim to has been brought to light through many different avenues. Uh, most notably, a wildly popular documentary produced by the New York Times and released on Hulu called Framing Britney Spears, which was released earlier this year and digs very deep into the details of her uh, conservatorship and the court battles with her father, who... By the way, as you could have already assumed, makes an obscene amount of money uh, as the one in charge of her life. Mm, kind of has a vested interest in maintaining this situation. Yeah, and she has no say in how money, how much, how that money is spent, or how much he pays himself. Mm. Uh, he can also control who she talks to, when or if she can see her children, uh, what gigs she can or can't do. Uh, going so far as apparently uh, not letting her see certain friends, uh, paint cabinets certain colors. Uh, it's weird. Pretty much anything you can think of. She has very little free will in her position. Yeah, it's it's bonkers. As and, a 39-year-old adult woman. And it, it, it's especially wild that this has been going on for 13 years, and it's only really gotten that much attention in the last couple of years. Yeah. I remember hearing about it two, three years ago. I was like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. She's still uh, dealing with this shit? Yeah, because from... after... So, as the casual Spears onlooker, Everyone saw the meltdown. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, she's doing a residency like, in Vegas. Oh, she's fine. And the, the, yeah. a residency in Vegas is the typical timeline for a music star. Shania Twain, Elton John. Uh, if they're lucky. Yeah. If a, they're lucky. A lot of other musicians kind of burn out before they get the chance. So from the outside so, looking in, it was like, ah, oh, she's fine. Yeah. All right. Apparently not, though. No. Anyway, this whole thing, it culminated this past week. When Britney testified during a court case, which she hopes will result in control of her conservatorship being taken from her father. Uh, there's a lot going on in this 23-minute testimony, which you can read in its entirety via a link in the description below. But here's some of the things that stood out uh, from BBC. Britney Spears told a U.S. judge that she had been drugged, forced to perform against her will, and prevented from having children as she asked the court to end a conservatorship that has governed her life for the last 13 years. Reading out a prepared statement, the star called the arrangement abusive and said she was traumatized. 
I just want my life back, she said via phone. Now continues giving context to her statement. She told the court they could not start a family because the conservatorship, which controls her medical care, refused to allow her to remo remove her birth control. Mm. Uh, Brittany claimed her management threatened to sue her in 2018 if she didn't complete the 31-date piece of me tour. Quote, my management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to find an attorney. And by contract, my own management could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour, she told the court. It was very threatening and scary. And with the conservatorship, I couldn't even get my own attorney. So out of fear, I went ahead and did the tour. She said her managers falsely told her therapist that she was failing to take her medications and refusing to participate in rehearsals. Continues, the star said she had no control over her health care, alleging the doctors put her on lithium, a mood-stabilizing drug, after she canceled her Las Vegas residency in late 2018. On several occasions, Brittany drew attention to the fact she was making money for other people while being refused access to her own fortune, estimated to be about $60 million. Brittany said that at one point, her father had forced her to go to rehab at a cost of $60,000 and seemed not to care about the distress it caused her. Some of Brittany's demands were relatively simple. She wants to get her nails done, visit friends who live eight minutes away, and be driven in her boyfriend's car. But her main goal was to end the conservatorship without her having to be evaluated. Now, look. Yeah. We don't really have that big... We, we know as much about what's going on as anyone else yeah. does here. Uh, we don't really have any insight into, you know, the specifics of Brittany's mental health. But it seems as though she more than likely doesn't need her father to be in complete control of her life if she doesn't want him to be. Like, yeah. this is... There are there are young teenagers with more freedom than this 40-something-year-old woman has yeah. right now. Mm -hmm. Now, whether she would be better both mentally and financially in complete control, that's an unanswered question. But there's a pretty solid argument to be made about the fact that she's a grown woman who has proven not to be on a level where this is necessary and should be given the freedom to live a normal life. The birth control thing is fucking bonkers. Like, yeah. that is... That's ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, that, that's where it's at right now, and that's why it was one of the biggest stories from the world of entertainment this week. Literally the biggest entertainment story that happened. Uh, and and I, I hope we didn't butcher any of the info, but we tried to just give somewhat of a TLDR of what's been playing out in case you were somehow out of the loop. So yeah. there you go. Uh, also, to be honest, transitioning from serious stories straight into absurd bullshit isn't something we're really good at, but doing so also helps to lighten the mood quickly. So uh, here we go again. Let's just dive face first right into an update regarding Batman eating pussy. Oh, we did it again. Um, so it seems like someone or some cabal of <laughs> elites over at DC... Detective Comics yep. is real fucking upset about the fact that the company has been inadvertently forced to admit their stance on one of their heroes' uh, sexual proclivities, and they're doing everything in their power to stop the conversation about comic book cunnilingus, even if that means silencing one of their biggest voices. Yeah, this is strange. This is a strange story. Now, in case you're not up to speed on this whole Batman not eating pussy thing, uh, it's from an interview with the showrunners of the Harley Quinn cartoon, a cartoon for adults. Where they I don't understand. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Cartoons aren't for adults? <laughs> what are these guys talking about? Uh, they told a story about a scene that they wanted to do that apparently crossed the line with DC. They, they wanted a scene in the show where Batman was going down on Catwoman. 
In their words, DC responded saying no, and <laughs> apparently added that heroes don't do that. See, the, if they had just said no, it'd be like, okay, yeah, they sure. probably have reasons. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It's pretty extreme. No one's ever seen any like major superheroes like going down on a woman. So yeah. fine, whatever, worth a shot. But then they shot back with the heroes don't do that. Specifically like, that. Excuse me? Yeah. But uh yeah, they added that it came down to selling toys or some shit like that. A dumb and bad excuse. Adults are buying most of these toys. Exactly. Adults don't just buy kids' toys. They buy adult toys. And they spend the most. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The internet had a field day with the story uh, for at least a couple days. And the discourse really reached its zenith when Zack Snyder, of all people, tweeted out what appeared to have been custom commissioned fan art in the style of Frank Miller, which literally depicted Batman eating out Catwoman. Not too graphically, but... No, it was tasteful. It was tasteful, but that man was definitely doing some cunnilingus. He was munching the box. Yeah. And, it, and a lot of effort went into it. And, and that, that was not an existing picture. That wasn't someone's Rule 34 Tumblr. Zack Snyder... That we know of. Zack Snyder conjured that image out of the ether... Probably by paying some artists to draw it for him. A hefty sum on a very small window of time. Yeah. Or he had it around this whole time. Maybe he's got a whole collection of custom uh, DC Comics hentai. We don't know. Exactly. Anyway, Zack Snyder, that post, that, you know, mic drop moment. That ended the conversation. Yeah. Where do you go from there? (laughs) (laughs) You you, you can't. Yeah. All the great, all the parts of the great story were there. You had the salacious news about a superhero and an evil company holding him back for puritanical reason. Dominates the news for a couple days, and then the guy who already appears to have been on WB and DC's bad side says, fuck it, and then posts art of Batman giving it to Catwoman and declares it canon. (laughs) Are we done here? Literal mic drop. Yeah. All right, that's it. That's canon, and I can say that because I literally made the movies. Yeah, and it's like, you know, people move on. Yeah. After that, no one was really talking about it. But are we done here? No, absolutely not, because someone... And we are looking, along with everyone else, at, directly at DC. We see you. Someone contacted Twitter and had that image removed from Zack Snyder's tweet through a copyright claim. Mm-hmm. He got DMCA'd. A copyright claim that would presumably only be valid from either the original artist who drew it or the company who controls the character. Mm-hmm. And in this case, we're going to assume it wasn't the artist who filed a claim against Zack Snyder. The person who seems to have paid them. Yeah. Handsomely. Handsomely. I would assume. Yeah. Now, tinfoil hat, Elliot. You can't spell DMCA without DC. Oh, my God. Zack Snyder didn't kill himself. <laughs> he did not. He did not. Just, uh, just preemptively? Uh, uh, either way, the image has been canceled. Boom. Cancel culture? Gone wrong This again. is the image DC didn't Doesn't. want you to see. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and everyone online, they, they seem to be pointing their fingers at DC, who, if the theories are correct is really going overboard with this whole anti-Batman oral sex thing. Literally, if they'd just done nothing, this would have been over by now. Instead, there's an entire extra week of coverage being squeezed out of it, making the company look terrible. Allegedly. If they were the ones that had it taken down. Potentially. Yeah, I don't know. DMCA shit's getting... It's getting interesting. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know how... I, I don't know the veracity of this, but I've seen a few... Examples of uh, Disney seemingly DMCAing like cosplayers, mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty horrifying. Like if yeah. they can just be like, you can't even you can't even dress up to look like our characters. It's only paying the mouse. It's only that mom from The Incredibles. Yeah, we know she has a big dump truck ass. Yeah, we <laughs> quit showing it. Off. Yeah, 
That wasn't that attractive when we made the movie. It was supposed to show just the ravages of age. And now you're all attracted to this physique that at the time we thought was just no one would care. In fact, we thought people would be unattracted to it. God damn it. Yeah, she's pulling a wagon. Big yeah, deal. she is. She looks great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, so before we get into the, the rest of this, uh, the absurd news from this past week, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsors. We got a brand new one for you that we use all the damn time, uh, even before they sponsor the show. Yeah. Credit Karma. Yes. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. We've used it to keep tags on our credit reports for quite a while. It's very easy. Yeah. Now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily Instant Karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in Instant Karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between July 1st and July 23rd, you will be automatically entered to win $1 million. Credit Karma Money, progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning Instant Karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. That is creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVV Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Next up, we got Freshly, taking care of meal planning for you. You stressed, tired, just don't feel like cooking? Food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food. Freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping, cooking, and cleaning. We've both used Freshly when work and life became overwhelming, but you still want to eat well without the stress of shopping, cooking, and planning, and it's great. Yeah. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain, especially right now, and with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week, so you can just keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Ordering's easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak, peppercorn, sausage-baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, your preferences, your tastes, and family size. And now, our viewers can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life freshly. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. With new meals being added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of chef-made nutritionist designed classics right to your kitchen. Freshly is offering our viewers, that's you, $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash Newsdump. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash Newsdump for $40 off your first two orders. That is Freshly.com slash Newsdump, $40 off your first two orders. All right, now back into the news. We're obviously seeing more and more proof that America is back. Yes. And this week is no different. The world is healing. The stadiums are full. The restaurants will serve you now. And people are ready to rave. Yeah. But like with most America is back stories, this one also ends in bloodshed and chaos because according to a local Kentucky NBC affiliate, redneck rave at Kentucky Park ends with 48 people charged, throat slashing, and an impalement. Yep. And honestly, we can't think of a headline that encapsulates the American experience more than that one. It really, it has it all. Yeah, hits all the notes. 
And we've been telling you for weeks now that any gathering of people in the next few months is going to be absolutely insane. Everything is cranked up to all of chaos. There's definitely a significant amount of people having a blast in these situations, but that is uh, sometimes to the detriment uh, uh, of the health and safety of others. If people were beers, it would be like you've spent a year shaking up a case, a 30 rack, and now you're now you're just throwing that case into an empty swimming pool mm-hmm. and it's just getting everywhere. It causing is. causing a big old mess. And 4th of July is right around the corner. The ultimate with fireworks. My neighborhood has been eerily quiet. It's usually sounds like a war zone the entire yeah. month of June leading up to 4th of July. So I don't know if this means there's, people are saving them for I, the 4th. I think tonight is going to be the uh, the kickstarting moment for you because tonight is the first night back with Dodger Stadium doing fireworks night. And that's kind of the signifier that it's time to party. Now it's 4th of July, the yeah. next two weeks. You're, you're going to be like dealing with the it. the bat signal. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, this recent public outing, so far I think takes the cake. So let's just read directly from Lexington, Kentucky's news outlet, Lex18, regarding this redneck rave, which shockingly devolved into chaos. With a name like redneck rave. How, yeah. how could that happen? <laughs> Self-promoted as the redneck rave. Uh, Kentucky is getting international attention for a recent five-day party billed as a redneck rave. Dozens of people were arrested or cited. Blue Holler Off-Road Park in Edmondson County hosted last week's event that organizers said would feature mud, music, and mayhem. It was mayhem for sure. The sheriff told WNKY that 14 people were arrested and another 34 were cited on criminal charges that ranged from assault and strangulation to drug and alcohol possession. One man reportedly had his throat slit and a woman was allegedly choked until she was losing consciousness in a fight over a blanket. Some who attended reported accidental injuries. That included one person who was impaled by a log that pierced the floorboard of his vehicle. The organizer posted on Facebook they plan to improve on the things that happened at this event and make the one scheduled for October even better. Wait, this is this happens multiple times a year? Don't worry, guys. Oh, the one no. In, we fixed everything. The one in October, just a few short months away, is going to be much better than this one. Uh, a write-up from local newspaper outlet, the Lexington Herald-Leader, uh, went into further detail on this. Quote, Sheriff Shane Doyle gathered a month beforehand with local emergency management officials, law enforcement partners, firefighters, and emergency medical services to find out how to best handle what was promoted as the, quote, biggest country party you'll ever go to. Biggest country party you'll ever go to. Doyle said he didn't have enough personnel to go into the park and shut down all illegal activity. The plan instead was to contain it. Uh, And here's probably the greatest bit of information that was reported regarding this massive redneck rave. Quote, The sheriff's office took preventative measures, like setting up traffic checkpoints. It didn't take long to make the first arrest. Quote, the first vehicle that came through, we found meth, marijuana, and an open alcohol container, Doyle said. Oh, hell yeah. And then one of the occupants had two active warrants. We were like, well, this doesn't bode well for the weekend. Literally the first fucking car. Yeah. That's what are the chances? Two open warrants. Actually, probably pretty high. Meth. (laughs) Like... And that's the first car through. Yeah. If you if if that sounds like you, if you've got warrants and a lot of drugs, maybe uh, sta- go like third. Stagger your entrance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regarding what you do, what you do, uh, as they do uh, famously apparently in the UK, is you go into the venue two weeks ahead of time and you bury all of your drugs and alcohol. What? Yeah. And then you go and dig it up once the festival starts. When they put all the security up, you go finally go through and you go dig up all your drugs and alcohol. That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyway, regarding that, uh, the impalement and the other injuries. Yeah. 
Uh, one of the partygoers was driving a side-by-side -side vehicle at the park when he drove over a two to three inch log that went through the bottom of his vehicle. After breaking through the floorboard, the log impaled him in the abdomen, Doyle said. When it tried to come out through his back, Jesus, it stopped by a steel plate behind his seat. Paramedics had to leave the log in the victim, deciding it was safer than taking it out before he was flown to a hospital. It went, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> It was I thought it, wild. Like, thought it like maybe went through like his foot or something. This went through his body. <laughs> oh, Fucking hell. They got me. Another man had his finger mashed after his vehicle, which was lifted up using a jack, slipped off the jack, and landed on his hand. <laughs> he didn't lose the whole finger, but he lost part of one, Doyle said. Other people suffered lacerations, dislocated fingers, broken bones, and more. The sheriff's office accompanied emergency medical services into the event whenever they had to go treat someone. Quote, there were so many intoxicated people, we just decided if dispatch sends an ambulance in, we're sending a deputy in with them. <laughs> Was this a music festival? Just sounds like a bunch of people, like, the, driving cars around and the shit. The photo looked like Redneck Burning Man. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of like a gathering of the Juggalos, but they keep their shit pretty tight up there. Yeah. It sounds incredible. I would love to be, like, an onlooker. Right, from a distance. Safe distance. <laughs> Binoculars. Yeah. Uh, again, this is but one of many stories that we expect to see over the course of this wet, hot American summer. So we will continue to be on the lookout for chaos, as always. But while we're on the topic of local news, uh, it's also fun to point out when their coverage misses the mark, usually due to budget restraints or just being completely out of touch. This one uh, seems like it might be uh, a bit of both with a splash of fear mongering. This is like, <laughs> they, so this one, it feels like they like dusted off some old tapes from the 90s. And they're like, what's a segment we haven't done in a long time? Okay, perfect. And then like, oh, we still have all those props? Yeah. Let's just recreate it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> While setting up for a report on teen drug use over at CBS affiliate KMOV in St. Louis, Missouri, a local anchor named Paige Husley tweeted out a photo that was allegedly, with no indication that it was set up for the cameras, mm -hmm. an actual teen's bedroom, which contained some telltale signs of drug use. There's a few telltale signs in there for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Where's Waldo, yeah. but uh, without any challenge. So the tweet read, looks like a normal teen's bedroom, right? Think again. Coming up on KMOV, we'll show you what parents should be looking for so they can identify signs of drug use. I was shocked at what I found in this room. And uh, yeah, let's let's look at this photo a little closer. And um, yeah, uh, that is definitely just an office in the building that the local news operates out of, which was set dressed to look like what you would assume a very stereotypical teen drug <laughs> user's room would look like if you were a completely out of touch boomer. Yes. So just look at the walls, the carpet, that big window. Uh, yeah, dead giveaway. This yeah. is not a residence. <laughs> Still. Let's examine even further and identify the signs that the boomers identify as the signs of a teen who does drugs. Mm -hmm. So based on our cursory glance, this looks like it's supposed to be a girl's room based on the side table. The... Or a dude who fucks. Yeah. Well, there's gossip magazines oh. and there's a book written by Lauren Conrad on the floor. Now, yeah, aside from hot, that, though, the problem. <laughs> gotta get in that girl mindset. She's hot. She's 35. Every teen <laughs> likes her. Boy or girl. Uh, aside from that, though, let's see what else stands out. Well, there's the very, very large tie-dyed sheet hung up on the wall behind the bed with painter's tape. Kids will they'll do drugs and they'll look at the tie-dye <laughs> to trip out. It makes them feel things. They see patterns. What patterns can you see? Uh, there's also a highway mile marker sign that literally reads 420. Like, 
Like you bought that for them at Spencer's. This is like this is like a dorm room that an undercover cop would have. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is. I'm not a narc. You guys want to come to my room and do 420 in front of my giant tie-dye blanket? I got the new Lauren Conrad book. This guy's not a real person. He doesn't have a scar face face poster on the wall. <laughs> Uh, there's also a bunch of random undergarments strewn about. Uh, there's a few water bottles and energy drinks laying around. Some empty, some completely full and unopened, just See, scattered. None of them had piss in them, which is <laughs> missed or comedy. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, a random stick of men's deodorant. So regardless of who lives there, they do fuck. Someone's someone needs that afterwards. Yeah. There's a decorative pillow announcing that this is the sweatpants zone, uh, and a a perfectly made bed, which. Uh, Actually, that's just a blow-up air mattress with a blanket on top, and that's it. Yeah, definitely a drug den. Yeah, if you if you go and do drugs in this room, there definitely are not microphones hidden uh, in the appliances and uh, police watching via hidden nanny cams. If you were at like a teenager and it was like a high school party and you walked into this room, you'd be like, "Not only am I leaving this room, I am leaving this house." Yeah, because we're about to get raided by the yeah. FBI. This is a it's a big old honey trap. <laughs> yeah. I'm not falling for it. Yeah. So uh, Twitter users justifiably jumped all over this with tweets like, maybe if the parents didn't make their kids sleep on an air mattress in an abandoned office complex, they wouldn't need to turn to substances for relief. Yeah, good point. And that caused the anchor to come clean and admit that, uh, yes, of fucking course this is staged. (laughs) Jesus. But it is still hilarious to see what they could come up with to represent the modern bedroom of a uh, Gen Z teen who's definitely in drugs. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have a camera set up for TikTok dances, nothing like that. They didn't have the streamer lights. Yeah. Uh, purple and blue. Needs more RB or RGB. Yeah. Needs more RBG. Well, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg statue on the computer desk. Gen Z kids love <laughs> the late Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They always dress up as her for Halloween. Yeah. yeah. They, uh, they were the loudest ones saying, how dare you say that Ruth Bader Ginsburg should retire? Yes. This Yaz queen, should she's going to live forever. Yes. And it was definitely a, a teenage drug user who made the Photoshop image of Harambe welcoming Ruth Bader Ginsburg into heaven. That's probably true. Actually. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, anyways, let's finish off today's episode by circling back to some news from the world of entertainment. And uh, folks, when we heard that Johnny Knoxville and Steve-O got injured almost immediately at the start of production on Jackass 4, we were not surprised one bit. No. Uh, and the same goes for this next story, because in the least surprising news imaginable, Harrison Ford has been injured just days into filming for the next Indiana Jones movie. Uh, who could have seen this coming? This is the clumsiest actor <laughs> who's ever lived. He is literally, at this point, because he's so old, he is Mr. Magoo. He's, yeah, the, like the list of Harrison Ford injuries, it's prolific. I mean, he's one of the few actors to crash a plane, I think, multiple times. And survive. Yeah. Uh, this man is almost 80 years old. He's been in more than one plane crash. The there last... was one where he like landed on the runway, on the freeway in like a World War II jet, or he landed on an active runway where an other plane was like taking off. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then there's one the... where he actually crashed onto a golf, a golf course. course. That yeah. was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the last big franchise film he was in was The Force Awakens, uh, where he also sustained a really bad injury when like a mechanical like... door crushed <laughs> his foot. It's like. It like the most unlucky guy in the world. Yeah. Um, he's basically retired but he just get comes back for these big paydays for these like franchise movies what if i had a little bit more money i mean they should they should really just be deep faking his face onto someone yeah i mean look i get it i guess like i don't know i'm not that age yet but like i just can't imagine being like all right dust off the fedora or whatever one more time for what like like, if he's getting, like, $25 million. It's like, you're worth hundreds of millions Think of, of all the planes you can buy. 
I do need a new plane. I, and my insurance policy. He's just he's just doing these payouts so he can pay for his fucking insurance. His I his, cannot die. Apparently. His flight insurance through the roof. His his uh, his acting insurance. And he's, yeah. no studio wants to hire him. Yeah. Because they're just like, well, he's gonna get injured. And yeah. Just like his, his home insurance. Like every time he walks outside, a giant beam almost falls <laughs> on him. It's insane. He's the, he's basically the boss from uh, A Long Pain Polly. Anyways, we have no idea why he's still doing this, but uh, here, this news comes from Deadline, whose uh, reporting reads, Harrison Ford hurt himself rehearsing a fight scene in Indiana Jones 5, sources tell Deadline. The extent of his injury wasn't immediately known, but it involves his shoulder. Director James Mangold will continue to shoot around him while the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated. The filming schedule will be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. Disney has set the Lucasfilm action thriller for a July 29th, 2022 release date. So literally like a, a year and a month away. I doubt it. But he, uh, realistically, every fight he gets into in this new movie should be like the fight from Raiders of the Lost Ark where he just shoots a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just... I'm too old. Bang. Bang. <laughs> it was a shame they used that joke back then. They, they, I mean, it would be great. Everyone loves that. Everything. I'm too old. Bang. Yeah. Just like Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. Han shot first because he was sitting down, didn't want to yeah. fight anybody. He's late. Blam. If he gets in a fight, he's going to get hurt. Yes. So look, there you go. Yeah. Oh, and uh, real quick before we go, uh, our friend Jordan is hosting a, a big charity live stream this weekend with a bunch of cool guests. They're raising money for healthcare for the homeless, and uh, the streams they're going to be happening all weekend long. So if you're watching this right now, chances are they've already started, or they will be starting very soon, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, you should click the link in the description below. Head over there afterwards uh, to either follow, save, or if, if you're watching this on Saturday, go watch their stream. They're going to play Fortnite for charity all weekend long. A bunch of grown adults playing Fortnite. Uh, we're going to send in a donation to, to kick <laughs> things off. And if uh, you can spare it, you should too. But if you can't, just head to the link, show your support by hanging out in the chat and saying hi. Also, bad decision on his part, but yeah. whatever. Jordan has set a goal where if the ch charity raises $25,000, he will get a jar of Slurp Juice tattooed on himself. A grown man with a stupid Slurp Juice tattoo. Yeah. You can make this reality. Embarrassing. Yeah. So, yeah, be sure to check that out by going to helpthehomelessnow.com or just click the link below. We'll be back for a new episode of Weekly Weird News very soon. But until then, make sure that you're caught up on all of our recent videos over here and uh, support that charity stream. But, yeah. yeah. Longest longest tech news day ever, the, the yeah. John McAfee retrospective, which a lot of people had a lot of opinions had on. Had a lot of strong opinions on. Of course these guys would say. Shills. Yeah. We'll see. Getting paid off by the CIA. His wife was like came out and said that he wasn't suicidal, so the, the drama continues. Yeah. We just said the most obvious answer is probably the real one. And actually, it would be not only within his character, but actually... In his mind, more entertaining if he actually did it for those reasons. For the lulls. Yes. Anyways, the, now they're up here. The videos are now up here. So yeah. now you can click on them and go to the charity stream. We'll see you soon for Weekly Weird News. Bye-bye.